Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. W-A-R, private investigator. S-H-A-W. You don't look much like a private detective to me. S-K-I. Who are you? Wachowski. V.I. Wachowski. Kathleen Turner is V.I. Wachowski. What does the V stand for? Virtuous. And the I. Inquisitive. Looking for something? Just because she's a woman. You know how hard it is to get blood out of Kashmir? Doesn't mean she's always a lady. Get to the point, bonehead. Sorry about that, guys. You know what this is? It's a nutcracker. You know what we do with nutcrackers? You let a broad do this to you? V.I. Warshawski. Babe, alert! What's that V stand for? My first name. You're a funny lady. Try beautiful. It works much better, believe me. I'm hiring you to find out who killed my dad. Being a detective is no job for a girl like you. These guys are playing hardball. I got this feeling in my gut. Woman's intuition. Get off the case. Never underestimate a woman. Kathleen Turner is... Wachowski. 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 B.I. Wachowski. You're about this close. What's that? Your IQ or the size of your... V.I. Warshawski. My friends call me Vic. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Fantastic. Uh, Hello. Hey, there's my co-host. How you doing, I, my I man? I, I remembered I was muted. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. did. Very good. I'm glad you could join us. <laughs> I'm here. Oh, very nice. So, uh, this week we're reviewing VR Warshawski. That was your challenge to me. Yes, it was. And uh, 
Uh, I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. Why don't you know? I don't know if I hated it enough. They can't all be horrible, horrible, horrible <laughs> films that you hate with a passion. I guess so. <laughs> now, it didn't do well. No, it did horribly. What, 11 million, I think, total? Something like that. Yeah, it did not do well. Yeah, I got the numbers right here. Uh, budget was 24. You're right. Made 11. Mm-hmm. And, now, this uh, was supposed... Now, this was based on the V.R. Warshawski novels uh, featuring the right. character of the same name. And, and this was supposed to be a uh, the beginning of a franchise for Kathleen Turner, which, of course, doesn't happen when you your box office is half the cost of the film. That's right. So that ended up not being a beginning of a series of V.I. Warshawski movies, thankfully. I mean, and it was a summer release, too. Uh, it's actually coming mm -hmm. up almost... To the day that we're reviewing this, uh, July 26, 1991. I so, timed you, it that know, way. No, I bet you did. Uh, it's 22 years, just about. And uh, when you release a film in July and it does poorly, that's very bad. I mean, almost everything will at least break even in June or July, even August. Mm -hmm. Just basically the summer. Everything will just about break even. It's got to be a real fucking stinker. Or there's got to be just absolutely no interest whatsoever. Well, you know? and I'd have to go more with the second than the first. I mean, this is by no stretch of the imagination of a good film. But I think overall, there was just no call for it. Yeah. I mean, hell, this release got the Blu-ray treatment. Yeah. Yeah. And what up with that? And let me tell you something. It don't look so good. Even in Blu-ray, it's like, yeah, this, this is... A... Well, the look of the film, the sound of the film, the feel of the film, this is what, 90? 1990? 91. 91? This is an 80s film. Yeah. Everything about this film... Yeah, everything about this film screams 80s, from the Beverly Hills Cop wannabe soundtrack mm -hmm. down to just just the, the, the grain of the, the film stock used, everything. It just screams the direction. It's 80s. Yeah, there's Definitely. there's really not yeah. there's no there's very if you watch this back to back with uh, Fatal Beauty, <laughs> besides the fact that that had more realistic violence in it, very little differences just as far as style and and presentation. It's it's an eighties film. Yeah, I mean uh, the Blu-ray treatment alone, like you said, with the grain, it looks it doesn't it looks in my opinion I think it looks terrible. It looks like something that was up converted from DVD. Mm-hmm. You know, and we were just talking last week about how gorgeous the Street Trash uh, film is, which oh. over which I just I did rewatch it. I mean, you were I had only watched a few scenes here and there, and I, and you were talking it up, and I watched the whole thing. And let me tell you, it is truly a beautiful transfer. I, 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 I am just flabbergasted. I wasn't bullshitting. Yeah, absolutely gorgeous transfer, almost too good for a, for a film of that like that. You wouldn't think that they would put in the time and effort that they did. But I'm glad. I'm glad that they did do that. Uh, but back to V.R. Warshawski. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. It's only a couple of years removed. Uh, it's only a couple of years removed from the 80s, obviously. And it does have that 80s feel to it. Um, 
and it, it's like you said, it's most notable in how it's shot and how it's it feels. Even when they're showing, you know, the, the Chicago around the area, it just you're right. It, Chicago. it feels Chicago. At least they're not filing for bankruptcy. Uh, it, it just <laughs> it just has that Beverly Hills Cop feel to it for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so. I mean the soundtrack, everything's the same, and I, I think it's part of it might be part of why it failed in the box office. Uh, not to get too, uh, uh, you know, like, I don't even know what to get like, but not to technical. dwell too much on it. Te- not technical, but I'm saying not to be like like armchair quarterback looking back and trying to decipher why in that time period it didn't do well. But really, uh, you can almost see the '90s just trying to get rid of you know you're you're trying to at every point you try to get rid of that last decade of uh, culture. And this is like the last gasp of it. Just trying to, there's right. still clinging to the same formula, and the you know formula what I'm do? working better, which working much better in uh, in the novel series than it is on film. Apparently, I'm actually pulling up what films were released that summer. I mm-hmm. bet I bet this just didn't fit the mold of what they were releasing for summer 1991. This was just kind of out of maybe left field. Mm-hmm. So. Here, 1991, I won't even do May. I'll just stick to, uh, to June and July. 1991, you had films like City Slickers, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, Jungle Fever, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, The, Rock- the oh. Rocketeer. Oh. <laughs> wow, this is like the, the summer of shit. Yeah, Suburban Commando. Oh. With fucking Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Uh, Naked Gun Two and a Half, The Smell of Fear. Give you that. That was all June. So July. Oh, here's why. July competition: Terminator Two, Judgment Day, uh, mm-hmm. Point Break, uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, Dutch, and then the weekend that it came out was. Wow, this is a lot of just bad films. Another You, Life Stinks, Fucking Mobsters. <laughs> 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 fucking Christian Slater, uh, VR Warshawski. And then a mere four days later, or five days later, it was a Wednesday release, was Hot Shots. So I had a lot of stiff competition for the summer, and this film just, you know, just, you could, it gets thrown in there. No one's really interested in seeing that. There's a whole plethora of other films, mainly Terminator 2 was eaten up every single weekend when it was released. Oh, yeah. That was, that was pretty much the only film being watched, right? Yeah. And e- so. even as far as date films go, how high up is V.I. Warshawski on the list? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it's. I, I think one of the. One of the. It's a popular book series, but that mm-hmm. doesn't translate to the movie going world. Not everybody reads books, and everybody knows what the hell's out there. I myself didn't, had never. You know, I didn't read that kind of stuff back then anyway, but I'd never heard of the character until then. And naming the movie after her. It was kind of like it was almost like pushing it too hard. Yeah, yeah. It, they were, they were sure. almost yeah. If they just if, if they had tried to sell it on the story or the plot or the action or something else like that, but instead you're selling this character. And that, by the way, was that trailer was way too long. You know, you know how long it was? It was only it a minute and forty seconds. It, it was, was way too long. It was almost it, a minute shorter than what your standard movie trailer is. It, it, it's still way too long because there was that part where they, you know, she's, you know, she's sexy. She did it. And then he goes through the whole spiel. And then there's this pause when you have like some action going. And then he starts talking again. Like, no, no, you should have stopped the trailer there. <laughs> you have nothing else to say. And what, when the trailer, 
it, it's it's if you have a guy speaking in the trailer, narrating the stuff, you can't have that pregnant pause like he's trying to think of what to say next. Yeah, and, and and you're right. I think the biggest problem with the trailer is they throw so much shit at you. It just it wears you out. It feels way longer than it is. Well, it's it's one of those films too. It's one of those trailers too. You know they're they're showing you everything in the film because they're just yeah, trying I mean, to get you in to see it. The guy that gives her his kid, he's in the film for what ten or fifteen minutes. He's in more almost that entire trailer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a minute and forty seconds. He's in it boom, for boom. at least a minute. Boom boom, boom boom. boom yeah. uh, uh, Gray Falk. Boom boom. Right, because when you when you have a, lead, a female lead, you want to make sure you have her say boom boom as often as possible. That's right. Because because it really you really sound, you know, uh, important right. or boom now, that's, boom that really, boom. Let's go boom, back boom. to my room. It, boom boom. <laughs> Boom boom, boom boom, yeah, boom boom. Now the basic plot for anybody who's never seen the film, which is probably a lot of people apparently, yeah. is that VR. Well, I brought up the Wikipedia for the book series. Oh, okay. I brought it up for the film. Yeah. See, yeah. That's that's that's. I accidentally brought it up for the film. I wanted the book series because if you look up the book series, it gives a description of the character. Now, I, I really hate most. Uh, detective series because they're very very cliche mm-hmm. and uh, uh, actually maybe I had the movie one up I have it up if you need anything from it oh well I mean the bio- I-, I have it up for the uh, character and a lot of this is from the book series so if you go from the book series uh, you read she's a lean athletic brunette who runs to keep in shape not afraid of physical confrontation relies on karate and her Smith and Wesson, uh, but then it gets a bit into like uh, like Match. dot com dating profiles. <laughs> hot, te- hot tempered, sarcastic, and fiercely self reliant. Vic prefers t shirts and jeans and sleeps in the nude, but she can dress stylishly if necessary. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have a couple of reviews here. Uh, Roger Ebert gave it a thumbs up, and he gave it three out of four stars. Ah. And he. Yeah, the oh. late Roger Ebert. He says Kathleen Turner fits the character. This is obvi- he obviously read the books and enjoys the character in the books. So he and you would one would think that he would give it a poor review because of that. But he said Kathleen Turner fits the character more closely than I would have ever imagined. Her laugh seems aged by whiskey. No, that's just because she's slowly turning into a man. Her smile is brave in the face of trouble. She kisses guys as if she'll never see them again, and she's usually right. I think Janet, he just likes. Maybe. Janet Maslin, uh, she had mixed thoughts, but commended the film on the acting. It's too bad VR Warshawski itself is a lot less glamorous than, than Miss Turner's performance, since the character could easily be the centerpiece of a more appealing film. VR Warshawski has a breezy style and a serviceable and even surprising detective plot, and it has Mrs. Turner, who makes the most of VR Warshawski's sar, sar, sardonic, sardonic humor. It's a surprising detective plot? Really? Yeah. I guess so. Now, but I mean, it lot. seems everyone enjoyed uh, Kathleen Turner's performance. Yeah, but yeah, lo- yeah. Looking back at it 22 years, I bet they changed their mind. Yeah, yeah. They, I, mean, I think they're just too infatuated with her uh, Romancing the Stone and Jewel of the Nile films, which are only maybe seven, eight years removed. Right. Maybe less. Maybe less. Yeah. Now, six. the... The movie's a lot closer to the book series than it was going to be. There, there were a lot of changes they tried to make, but Kathleen Turner had uh, script refusal rights, 
uh, which she, which is something she got after. Apparently, there were, I haven't read much about it, but apparently there was a huge debacle with her with uh, *Romancing the Stone*. So after that film, she always made sure she had uh, script refusal rights. Oh. To any hmm. film she signed up on, and so she so would she was uh, she was unhappy with Robert Zemeckis' directing. Well, no, no, this is like we're talking <laughs> about like what. <laughs> When it, while they were making while they were writing this film, there were they tried to change a lot of stuff uh, to make her less uh, sultry, either less feminine or less mannish. You know, pick one. And they tried to change a lot film wise. Uh, apparently, since Fatal Attraction was a big film that year, they wanted to have the kind of ending that that had, where the guy, you know, where the the person that's killed gets up at the end again, like that shock thing. Oh, and she God. fought them on that. Uh, they, they took a lot of liberties with the character, and they were. They didn't take as many as they could have, partly because of her. Wow. So you can give her that. My, my problem with the film, and my problem with a lot of these films where they purposely... And, and I'm, I'm, I'm assuming if I read the books that I have the same problem with those two. Is that whenever you try to do the tough female character, and you, you, you still want to keep her uh, feminine as well as tough, mm -hmm. and you purposely have her rebelling against male stereotypes... All the th all you end up doing is reinforcing stereotypes even further, and I, I I this film does that for me. Okay, I mean it, I, I see I if, see where you're going with it. If it's a tough female character who's struggling in a man's world, and of course every single guy she comes up to, it's just like the Whoopi Goldberg film. It's just like Fatal Beauty, except there was more racism than anything else. But every guy she meets. <laughs> It's like, well, a woman wouldn't be doing this. Ah, uh, don't break your nails, lady. It's like every every single person, man she meets or is involved with is just a, a, a bigot, a sexist bigot, and purpose and just degrade her at every chance possible. It's right. a even, bit heavy-handed. Even, even the lessons she's teaching the girl, she's you know, don't trust a man. The, well, that's after, know, that's you know, later. Yeah. You know, yeah. no, I'm just I'm just adding to what you were saying. It's just you're right. It's just she's in this this world where. Like you said, she's, uh, you know, everyone is patronizing her, basically. Uh, one of the things she says, she goes, the girl asks why she doesn't ever tell anyone her first name. She goes, well, it doesn't give them a chance to patronize me, you know? So right. it, it, it's, it's, it's in the same vein where she's actually teaching this girl. It's like, you know, don't trust men <laughs> pretty which, much at, at some point. Which I don't have a problem with. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but... First of all, again, but like every character, her uh, her on again, off again husband slash boyfriend who's always cheating on her and who talks down to her and who I like, I, I like that actor. Yeah, I'm glad yeah, he went too. on to have a career and this didn't uh, wasn't the end of it for him. <laughs> well, I don't think it just, I don't think this ended anybody's career. Even Charles Durning was in it. That's towards the end of his career. Well, yeah, yeah but I he mean, still did a lot of films after this. Come on. Oh yeah, but when did he officially stop acting? What was his last I, film before he died? I, I no idea, no idea. I have to look. So, up. so yes, um, so she's rebelling against these male stereotypes that are constantly trying to, uh, you know, put her down, hold her back, a woman in a man's world, that kind of thing. Yet she still clings to every female stereotype that would be used against a woman: uh, the the uh, strong affection for shoes. Uh, yeah, her the need to be uh, attractive and beautiful to men at the same time. She's right. sh shunning every time. Every time someone makes a crack about her, it, it's 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 a little duplicitous and it's a bit c contradictory. And it, it just 
it really has to be done right. Like one of the few films I always I felt did tough female role right was Lethal Weapon Three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Renee Russo was very good. Renee in that. Russo. Yeah, her, I, I thought, her, the I back thought, and forth between her and Mel Gibson in that is excellent. Right, because again, every time they try to do this, they try to do both. They say, okay, this woman's going to be tough. She's not going to take shit from men, but she's our leading character, and she has to fall in love. Well, you're, you're you're already painting yourself into a corner. And let's not forget that as much as she hates men, well, not not a man hater. Let me get, let me rephrase that. As much as she's at a constant struggle against men, and every man she comes across is uh, either looks down upon her or is trying to uh, um, hold her back, she's constantly receiving assistance from other men right so right there it's it's a mixed message that i don't think come across fully did you know charles durning died on christmas eve no that's fucked up i i get the feeling we did mention that on the show at one point it just Mm -hmm. feels like we did but christmas fucking eve charles durning that's horrible son of a bitch Oh. I mean, the, the book, I mean, there's a couple of the things as far as the character in the book that takes it even further why I don't like the character because it wants the best of both worlds. Like, here's the, uh, after that part where she she uh, she can wear jeans but can dress up too if she has to. Uh, <laughs> she has, um, she loves opera and classical music, often singing arias and playing her piano in times of stress. And she stays trimmed despite a ravenous appetite and favors multi-course ethnic meals with good wine. So she likes to eat a lot, but she's still thin and attractive, though, so that's okay. Of course. Uh, it's that kind of bullshit. It's, it's, it's just that kind of bullshit. And you were, when you mentioned before, uh, you mentioned the uh, One for the Money, that series. What's yeah. the character's name again? Oh, why am I, why am I, why am I slipping a disc here? Uh, that doesn't um, even mean what I said. So the. Uh, I'll look it up. Yeah, oh, I, I've read them too. Uh, Janet I, Ivanovich films, uh, books, the Janet Ivanovich books. What's well, I knew the, the author, char- the character is. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember because I, I I read like four or five of them and they're okay. Uh, you know, the, she's a good uh, author. Stephanie good Plum. Stephanie Ste- Plum. Right, the Plum series, that's right. But again, you fall in the same trap where it's, it's uh, at least with Stephanie Plum's character, uh, which. You could look at it and say it, it's kind of like a, a newer version of VR Warsawski. At least the Stephanie Pum character isn't ma- uh, like mannish or or uh, tough. I mean, look look at the fucking yeah, poster from VR Warsawski. Look at the poster from Yeah. What? I'm no. It's just. But Stephanie Plum's a Jersey girl, you know. So it it right. I mean, it, I've never read the books, but she, she, she see Stephanie she, Plum. She's supposed she becomes, to be. Right, she she's becomes a bounty hunter just because she needs the money. It's not that she's like a tough person, and she deals a lot with the problems of. Uh, and you have the whole thing with the weight and trying to, you know, th- that stuff too. But at least right. she's more of a real person and not this. Okay, she's tough as nails, but she sings arias on occasion. Uh. Now, now, the poster for V.I. Warshawski. Right. Is Kathleen Turner holding the gun up? Mm-hmm. You know, and then there's the big W behind her. And her legs are spread with the W. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, it is. And, and what's the tagline? She's as sexy as she is smart. <laughs> like that's not common. 
So automatically, we have one of the most sexist movie posters you could imagine, and they're trying to sell to the public that this is like like a feminist movie, so so to speak, in a way. The uh, the DVD cover removes the W, removes the tagline, and it's just her basically standing on top of the name VR Warshawski with the city in the background. They they got rid of everything that the movie poster had. It's gone. <laughs> She's I mean, as that... sexy as she is smart, because we all know women are dumb <laughs> and buy shoes. And and so it's it's a tough character we want to follow, but we have to make sure she's very attractive, and we have to make sure we show uh, guys uh, whistling and giving cat calls to her, and we have to go. Now, don't get me wrong, the scene where they, like they're actually beating her up that was pretty cool. I, that, yeah. that had some promise. It's like okay, she's getting manhandled. This is a rough scene, but again, she has to go to men for help. Uh, she's constantly talking about how how men are stupid and how she has to talk, you know, deal with men by oh that's how I get them to do things by lying, you know, lying to him and telling him I don't want him to do them. Then he does them. That's how you that's how you manipulate men. Well, that's wonderful. That's great. And that's the same guy that takes two bullets for you later. So I can understand how you're going to be you know be demeaning like that. <laughs> it, you you can't fight the stereotype when you're purposely uh, backing up other stereotypes. And that's always been a problem I had. Right with this kind of thing. And again, it's also the, oh, the precocious child that's obnoxious, that that she should have pistol whipped in the first five minutes of the film. Yeah, right. But then she then they turn out like the bond. So why do they have to bond? Do we have to do this? <laughs> there's other... There's two, no, go there's ahead. Two, no, there's two other taglines for the film. Uh, oh. One is V.R. Warshawski, a private detective with a name as tough as she is. And then the other one is killer eyes, killer legs, killer instincts. I wonder why they went with the other one. Uh, the one I would have used of I would have used she's a dick. <laughs> yeah, even in today's world that doesn't <laughs> get used. The Kevin Smith film um the one cop with out. the cop out was initially supposed to be called a couple of dicks. Right. And of course Studios get cold feet. The mm -hmm. they, they they you know they're just they're just seeing uh, a disaster at the box office, all that shit, and they well, made it. Well, they, they made him change it. They should have seen a disaster at the box office coming without the name. It broke even. It did okay. Oh, I still haven't seen that piece of shit. Don't 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 even don't even. It's 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 not good. I've had people tell me Obviously. that it's good, and it it's not. Who 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 told you it's good? Who told you that? That person will will rename remain nameless yeah, i bet you i know who it is i don't think you do okay but uh, they told they told me it was good they said they laughed a lot i watched it i was very disappointed what what's his name the his uh name? not bruce willis not bruce willis the other guy in the film oh tracy morgan tracy morgan not <laughs> funny never found him funny annoys the shit out of me yeah i'm gonna get you no pregnant Okay, enough of that. Nothing funny about just being a babbling idiot. Not funny. Sorry. Yeah, now they got him. Uh, they got him sporting or uh, selling a uh, fucking what Mio or whatever that is. Where it's the okay. uh, the shit you put in your water to flavor it. Yeah, yeah, I know. What yeah, 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 yeah. He's annoying in that commercial. What isn't he annoying? I actually uh, caught one episode. He's he's using that Thirty Rock, right? Yeah. I caught one episode of that. Where he's Tracy Jordan. <laughs> I I just don't understand people in general because I watched an episode of that 
and for the love of Christ, I can't figure out why. why? I don't know. I, I, I like Tina Fey. I think she she can be genuinely funny. Well, and her yeah, sh- but, but, she's the creator of the show, and she gets a lot of credit for it. But you're right. There are a lot of all of the parts that I think are funny are parts that they don't they don't use a lot. There are characters in there that I think are genuinely I, funny that they get such small parts, and it's almost all relied upon Tracy Morgan's character and Alec Baldwin's character and Tina Fey's character. And even though I like Tina Fey, there are so many other little characters in there that are so much funnier that they don't they they don't even really utilize uh, at all. I mean, it, it's. it's it happens to me every time, though. Like uh, every show that that is a huge hit that everyone loves, I'll, I'll watch like two episodes and I'm clawing my eyes out. I don't get it. Everyone loves Raymond. I don't. Right. Uh, what, what's that? Um, uh, the 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 geek Big show. Big Bang Theory. Big Bang, Big Theory. Bang Theory. What the fuck? I, I I had like countless people. Oh Scott, you don't watch that? It's right up your alley. You'd <laughs> love that show. I watched two episodes of that. Like, this is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. There I will that. admit that I had. Uh, the same what what it actually was it won a whole bunch of emmys and i was saying what is this fucking show big bang theory it's winning all these emmys so i i watched an episode and i was like "Eh, all right whatever it's fine i don't think it's emmy worthy but fine watch another episode and you know but then you know you watch a whole bunch of episodes it it grew on me it was Uh, one of those shows that grew on me i don't i don't uh, watch it religiously I don't have to tune in, you know, every week when it's on. I don't even know when it's on or it's time slot. But a rerun will be on, and I'll flip through the channels. I'll watch it. Uh, it there, are, believe me, there are worse TV shows. There oh, are no, way I know. worse I, TV I, I shows. Caught, I, I know. I caught an episode of How I Met Your Mother. Believe me, worse I understand. than that. Worse than that. Two shows but, that come to mind are uh, a show called Happy Endings, which fucking blows. I don't know who who every single time it's on or when it's in its time slot. The the funniest show on TV, no, no, the joke the jokes are dry, the comedy is bad. It's just so fucking terrible. Happy ending. A, what's, the, what's the premise? It's called. What's the per? It's like twenty somethings, uh, like why, or like almost thirty somethings. Why is it called happy endings? It's not. No? It does no. It's got nothing to do with that. They just they just put a, a sexual illusion on there just so people actually you know it probably works yeah I don't know but every time it's on I'll tune in the you know first five ten minutes just to verify yeah it's still not funny and then I change the channel awful then there's another show the stand up comedian um, I don't remember her name but they gave her her own show oh it's obviously not funny it's a female comedian canned laughter the whole show. And one of their things is filmed in front of a live audience. There's no fucking way it's filmed in front of a live uh, live audience. No way. There is, it is, but then they put the laughter in afterwards. You know what? That's That was my argument. I was like, I bet that's what they do. Yeah, it was filmed in front of a live audience. Yeah, maybe people might chuckle, but then they put the canned laughter on top of that, and it just masks the, 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 the how terribly the joke bombed in front of a live audience. Well, I mean, I, I told... I told you, uh, when I worked the Miss America pageant as a production assistant, they brought the guy in that had the canned laughter machine. Oh, he came in for the show. It's a live show, but right. they can't mic for the they don't mic for the audience. So even though you're watching a live show, you're listening to canned audience reaction, 
because he listens to the audience and puts his own stuff in there. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I know. I just lost my video. What'd you do? It, no, no. Oh, fuck. It's so hot in my basement, dude. My computer's barely running. Uh-oh. <laughs> All I did, I'm just doing a Google search. Are we still live? It, no, we're still live, but it said our my display driver. Basically, it said, your display driver, it just got fucked in the ass. Man, those those yeah. alerts are much more harsh these days. Yes, it is. You know, but I'm 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 glad that uh, you know they gave me the info though. Oh lord, I actually missed the very last second of what you were saying because my computer was fucking itself. Oh, I was just just saying how so with the Miss America pageant they had the guy. Oh there right, they brought in they the don't guy like with for the, the audience. Laughter. So you're watching a live show, but they're doing yeah. We are offline. We're off. Yeah, I have it running in the background. We're off. Fuck. All right. You know, it's it's a good thing I I, I do. I actually record our show other uh, elsewhere as as well. All right. So let anyway, me, let me kill it. So I'm not going to delete that. I'm going to call that uh, episode <laughs> one sixteen v i war Shawski. And that's another thing. The fucking running gag in the film is everybody pronounces her name wrong. You know what? I'm sorry. It's really not a difficult name to pronounce. It really isn't. But they do it on purpose, which makes it funny. That was at least I, my... I, I, you know I what they should it. do? You know what they should do? They should give Bujna his own series of books or a movie and try to pronounce that fucking name. Then make that a running gag. Well, he will not, he'll never pronounce it the same way twice anyway. Yeah, I guess so. Now, I, the, the, but the film as a whole, it's 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 you're right. It's not horrible. It's not my God, this this sucks. It's painful to watch, but it's not good, and it's mainly it's just you, you can tell they're what when they're trying to adapt the novel from a series, and what they end up doing is just trying to re write something similar to it instead of actually adapting it, and right. whatever charm there is in the novels, I think is lost. Yeah, and, I mean, I I haven't read any of the books, but. I, I can mean, just tell by the way this film is made, how it it you know, it, it gets from A to B, all the way to the end credits. You could just you could feel that the books have been what's the word I'm looking for? Just soiled, <laughs> you know, the, in some way. The film opens with her in like high heels and the skirt, slow sexy pan up her body, while Jimmy James. Uh, from uh, news radio, right. uh, gre greased back, just made to look like a disgusting man. Ogles her, openly ogles her, and like you know, smiling, you know, eyes open, <laughs> like, 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 just banging her in his in his mind with his eyes, and, yeah. and that that pretty much sets up the whole tone of the film. That's what the tone of the film is. I'm beautiful and I'm tough, and this is the slime I have to deal with. That's great. I'm not against that, but it doesn't hold up. It doesn't, it doesn't hold up. It, it, it's, it's shallow. Agreed. Great, great Agreed. performances. Uh, her and... What's his name? The guy, the, the guy you mentioned that you liked. Oh, um, I'll get him. His name is Murray in the movie. Let's see. It's uh, J.O. Sanders. J. Yeah, he, great performance by him. I love him. He's great. Kathleen, Kathleen Turner, I, I think 
any problem with the film has to do with what she has to do as far as a character. Uh, she's trying to exist in in this this uh, this feminist bubble that doesn't resemble reality in the least. So mm-hmm. she's natural when she can be, but when she has to switch from you know uh, sensitive, caring individual to tough tough lady, she just she she's not. It's not the same character. Right. Right. It's really right. not. I don't I don't think she pulls it off just because she's she it's not it's not believable. It's not believable in a person. Uh you're you're gonna have a same kind of tone throughout a person. Oh, we're back on again. Yeah, we're back. Okay. We're back, baby. It's it's yeah, it's it's the the every every interaction she has with other characters is constructed to support the myth of this character hmm. instead of support the reality that she lives in and it just falls apart by that and of course make the other woman she has to deal with uh, the mother slash housewife right which they make everyone hateable because they just they set up from the second the kid is with her that she's going to she, she's going to end up with her mm-hmm. they make no bones about it they set it up from the beginning they make everyone hateable and you well, know, yeah. I guess I guess it helps that uh, she could every pass off as her mom because they're both blondes. Every character <laughs> only exists to either uh, to support some facet of V.I. Warshawski's character's uh, reality. Every character exists to either prove that she's right about men, or prove right. that she's right about what she does, or or challenge her. Or none. Everybody ha- has their role, and none of them are based in reality. Nobody's just, yeah, I'm a guy. <laughs> what do you want? I guess that's it. No, I'm just a guy. No, I'm a guy, and I'm gonna have to make a lewd comment or smack you around because that's just how it goes. That's that's how it works. Yeah. So that's, and I know we're not really talking much about the story. It's your typical '80s oh, detective story. There's nothing yeah. even. What did what, what did what, what did uh, Ebert say? It was like a. A good oh. pop boiler, or no? I have it right here. Uh, he says Kathleen Turner fits the character more closely than I would have imagined. Her laugh seems like aged uh, by whiskey. Her smile is brave in the face of trouble. She kisses guys as if she's never going to see them again, and she's usually right. No, no, the part about the detective story. Detective story. No, that was the only about quote the- from Roger Ebert. What's the other one? It's the other. It's the other. Oh, it's uh, too bad that VR Warshawski itself uh, is a lot less glamorous than Miss Turner's performance, since the character could easily be the centerpiece of a more appealing film. VR Warshawski has a breezy style and a serviceable, even surprising detective plot. And Surpri- it has mis- okay. Yeah. Serviceable, yes. Even surprising. How so? <laughs> yeah, you see everything coming. There, there's. It's so there's- predictable. Did, yeah, there's no point where you go, oh, it's him? No. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know what wasn't predictable? Uh, by Kathleen Turner. In the scene where she's eating pizza, where she takes that bite, and she realizes, oh, shit, this is really hot pizza. <laughs> she wasn't <laughs> expecting it to be a hot slice of pizza, because when she bites into it, she's like, oh. Like, you see it, it was, it's a split second. But then you, the <laughs> viewer, know that, wow, that is a hot pizza, because she pulls a piece of um, olive uh, sliced olive off the top and a piece of cheese pulls with it very stringy i'm like that's a fucking hot pizza so <laughs> yeah that was so a so, so from, from so from the italian point of view we it's a very good representation of pizza i think so 
I, I think so. I, I think we're good with that. Right. Don't make me play the... the da, da, no, no, da, da, I'm, da, not, da. I'm not. I'm not bringing Papa Giuseppe into this. Okay, because he can make an appearance. But I know I, I see what you're saying as far as like saying you, you you didn't really hate the film enough. There's nothing outstandingly bad. Yeah, about Yeah, I mean film. even the the rating on IMDb I think is a little low. I think this would be a five, in my I, opinion. I, I have to agree with you. I, I wouldn't go higher than five, maybe just because. Uh, but if, if we could do remarkable. point updates, I might go five point five, but it, it's nowhere near a six, and I think five is is appropriate. And even the again, highest I would ever go is five five. And again, going back to the Beverly Hills Cop thing. Oh, she drives a shit piece of shit car. I've never seen that before. Yeah. Uh, she, you know, is, she lives in an apartment that overlooks uh, Yankee Stadium, or um, yeah, it, something like that. Because the one of like the that. Uh, yeah, we we got this apartment so we could you know we could watch the games. Like okay, yeah, whatever. Show to show how how tough she is. She she watches sports. And yeah, she's she loves her sports. Again, again, not against the tough female role, but it's her. Her character is not supported by this, this really ham-fisted, clumsy reality constructed around her that's meant to do nothing but support that that role, and it just doesn't doesn't hold. Right. Uh, but yeah, but nothing, nothing. I can't think of any scenes where it's like you got to be fucking kidding me. And I just no, no, just nothing like that. I, nice I boat really... chase in the middle of the film. Oh, boat chase in the city. That, that's always cool. <laughs> yeah, why not? Hey. <laughs> uh, all right, so it's it's I'm, time for me. We're we're done. Yeah, I, I've got nothing really else to really yeah. add. I, I if I had to sit through it again, I, I wouldn't be adverse to it. It's just not entertaining, you know. Except yeah, her. her oh, I did wanted to mention she broke her nose during the filming of this. She did. Yeah, if you if you watch uh, if you watch her earlier films and her later films, her nose doesn't look the same. During the oh. dock scene, when she's running the dive into the water, she broke her nose. Aha. Uh-huh. So this uh, contributed to her becoming a man. Wow, stop it with that. So sexist. D- dude, I- I'm just telling the truth. It's sexist. Just telling the truth. The truth. Misogynistic, that is. No, no. H- have you seen what she looks like now? <sighs> I'm, I'm not going to play this game. It- it's a man, baby. You want to... <laughs> So let me let me bring it up. I'll I'll rate us for the uh, IMDb. All right, good. We're going with five. Five, five is fine. All right. right, Did you see that? I I have a movie challenge for you, and this should be so easy. I shouldn't even have to tell you. You should just know it right off the bat. Gloria. No, 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 no. No, the only thing that I kept thinking of. Well, watching this is only what we already brought it up. Oh, one for it's, the it's, money. It, it's thematic. You got it, man. Oh. Have you seen it yet? No, I saw the trailer. Yeah. Okay. The the entire time I'm watching this, I'm I'm constantly thinking of one for the money. Constantly, and I said, we 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 talked about reviewing it uh, a while ago. Uh, not on the show, but just you know, when it came out on Blu-ray, like we gotta review this, and we were both very gung ho about doing it because we know it's gonna be awful. And here's a perfect opportunity, one for the money. You want to talk about straying from the book? In the book, like she has a weight problem, 
You know, she eats what she wants oh, and all that. There's nothing. There's nothing funnier than having a female character talk about how fat her ass is every every uh, 25 pages. Hilarious. Right, and there's nothing hilarious, or there's nothing more funny than when the, the woman in the film uh, also is, quote unquote, struggling when she looks like Katherine Heigl. <laughs> Fucking like model. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's going to be a good one. That's going to be next week. Well, that's why I've never been able to bring myself to watch uh, the Sharon Stone Gloria. Because in the original film, she's like this aging, haggard mafia uh, queen that that uh, tries to save this little kid from being hit up hit by these um, mobsters, these hitmen. Right. And you know she's she talks like she's been smoking half her life. She's old. She's kind of wary. It, you know she's she you can she has the luggage. Uh, she carries the weight with her, and it's she's weathered. She's used, and she looks mm-hmm. like it. And and. But, and she's, again, you want to talk about a tough female lead in a good movie? Gloria, the original one from the 70s, fucking awesome. And sure. all I see, all I ever see is the cover of, of the Gloria, the new one, and all it is is Sharon Stone's fucking beaming face. Uh, okay. Yeah, What's and that? that's Sidney Lumet directed that. I mean, what the fuck went wrong? We have uh, to do that one at some point. Studio casting, that's what went wrong. Studios, oh, we need, we need a name. We need a, we need a, we need a good name. We need a, uh, no one's going to go pay to see somebody. Now, I, I, I think if they redid it now, as opposed to then, because when did they remake that, the 90s? Uh, I'm looking it up. I think it was 99, but I'm just going to. Like the end of the 90s? I think it was 99, but I'm just verifying right now. Let's see. Gloria remake was 99. Yeah. I think in the last, uh, the past decade or so, uh, there's become more of a an acceptance of aging actresses as mm-hmm. still like of, of the you know the the older sexy, attractive you know uh, actress, and I, I think it's become more accepted now. I think if they redid Gloria now, they would go they wouldn't pull that bullshit. They'd go with an older actress, somebody who who can look a bit weathered, and right. still but still pull it off and still be. You know that I, oh, I fucking love that movie. I'm gonna watch the, it again. The original, yeah, yeah. We should save that. Uh, I think we mentioned it last week or the week before. We should save that for our uh, original remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the bit that we like to do every once in a while. So I, I think uh, maybe you could challenge it to me next week if you want. If there's a time, uh, I just might. I uh, you just might. All right, uh, I think we're done. Let's go ahead and end the show. It's only about 97 degrees in my basement right now. Oh, fine. The the fucking headphones are sticking to my ears. It's just so fucking awful. I guess guess I'll save my cinematic confession for next week. You got one? I do, but we'll save it. No, to do it. Is it going to take a half an hour to do? I I have no idea. I forgot what it was, but I know I had one in mind. As long as it doesn't take like a half hour. If it takes ten minutes, I- I'm fine. You can do I it. I honestly don't remember it now. I honestly don't remember it now. I didn't you write, it write down. this shit down. I thought I remember. It's like, oh, that's a great cinematic confession. It's like, no, gone. <laughs> it's not Linnea Quigley. Oh, yeah, no, I do have. I, I remember now. I remember now, and it, okay. it won't take long at all. Um, I don't have the music queued up. You don't. You don't have the music. You want. You want to wait till next week? No, I can get the music. Just give me, you know, ten hot seconds. Ten hot seconds. You, ten hot fucking seconds, and I will get you the music. Speaking of hot, speaking of hot uh, Kathleen Turner with a black eye, man. Oh yeah, mm. like a battered woman. Did I say <laughs> that out loud? You did. Mm. Oh, this is the last of my uh, Buffalo Trace. 
Is oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Keeping it light tonight. Keeping it light. Come on, sir. Motherfucker. I don't have the music. You don't have the music. I don't have the music. Where the fuck did it go? I keep everything in one goddamn folder. Do you want to hold off the next week? So I'll, I'll forget again. You probably will. There's only one other spot it could be if I still, if I do still have it. Here, let's see. Ah, here it is. Okay. Let me just cue this shit up. I hope this is the music. Let's see. Oh, stop toying with me, boy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. You can go. Welcome to Movie Sucktastic Cinematic Confessions, where we, your faithful hosts, every now and then must pay penance for our cinematic sins. My <laughs> name is Scott. It's been uh, quite a few episodes since my last confession. <laughs> episode five. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> this is episode five. That was my last confession? It's 111 episodes ago. <laughs> really? I didn't make one since then? Uh, no. I know I have a couple of times. Oh, okay. I think you've only ever well, made one. This this isn't as big as a, a confession as that, that episode, which I'm, I'm pretty sure was the Linnea Quigley workout video. It sure was. Yeah, that's, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll go back to episode five if you want to hear that one. Which I um, saw is, uh, is in your movie collection. Yes, of course it is. <laughs> Uh, just the other night, uh, a few nights ago, I, I finally got a chance to see uh, Man of Steel. Ooh. I have not and, seen it yet. I Okay. I, I'm not I, want, I, I, want, I want to see it in the theater, or I want to wait until I can acquire now, uh, the Blu-ray. or uh, As you, know, as you and like I that. talked about on a previous episode, I have mm. not been uh, excited about the film coming out. I've been wary of it. Uh, I felt that... Uh, been not, you haven't been kind to Zack Snyder, to be completely I, honest. I, I have not been. I have not been kind to Zack Snyder. I, I've I've felt that there was too much that could go wrong with it, and that they shouldn't have done it in the first place. And that here we have yet another origin story, and uh, all sorts of concerns about just just a waste of time and, and nothing fun in it and everything. And I, I've not been supportive of it, and I've not been excited to see the film. <clears throat> so my my cinematic confession is is that uh, I never ever should have doubted Zack Snyder. That's right, motherfucker. I I, I I, beg forgiveness for doubting the genius of okay, alright, Sucker Punch took us all for a, a, a spin there, but that was <laughs> that was to be expected. That was experimental from the start. We knew that. Okay? Yes. But everything else <laughs> has been gold. So, 300, Watchmen? I mean, you run down the list. Uh, sure, De fucking Dawn of the Dead is what set Dawn him off on his path. Dawn of the, the Dead? Remake. Nary a misstep, except, you know, that one little two-hour rock music video. But I, I, I should have, I should have been more, more faithful, like in the old Peter Jackson days when I was, I took, I waited in there, you know, until King Kong. And I think that's what I was afraid of. I was afraid of another King Kong. I was afraid of Zack Snyder pulling a Peter Jackson and, and just, just taking a two and a half hour shit on my chest. But he didn't. <laughs> and, and, Three and hours. I, I, Get it right. It's three yeah. hours and like fourteen not, minutes. Not shit. Like super. No, Superman. Two and a half hours is what I'm saying. Oh, sorry. Two, two maybe two forty. I don't know. But, no, it's uh, two and a half. You're right. Two and a half. It, it was. I, I'm not going to say anything about it because you haven't seen it yet. I think we should review it once you do get a chance to see it. But uh, okay. I, I, 
that's my confession. I, I, I did not trust in Zack Snyder, and I was wrong, and I'm ashamed. <laughs> you got to look at the team that, that he had for him. I mean, he was working closely with Christopher Nolan. Um, uh, David S. Goyer, who can write a shitty movie, was the screenwriter on this. When David S. Goyer is on his, on the, on his game, he pumps out great films. I know, Batman I Begins, know. But, you know, Dark Knight Rises, but, but, or The Dark Knight, but, I should say. But sometimes the bigger these films get... No, Dark Knight Rises, yeah. The bigger these films get, the more the studios get involved. It's, it's always a recipe for disaster. I, I was... I, my, my faith was shaken, but I, I am now resolved. I haven't been... Next. I haven't been excited for a Superman film for since probably Superman 2 when I was a little kid. That was probably the last time I was excited for a Superman film. This comes out, or I find I find that it's being made, and Zack Snyder's doing it. I, I just, I, I'm a my cinematic confession is I haven't fucking seen it yet. That I'm ashamed that I haven't gone and seen it yet, because I've been wanting to see it and I've been defending it, even though I haven't seen it yet. Because there's just you're right, there was a lot that could have gone wrong, and to me, your word is as good as gold. You know, we very rarely disagree. On what's good and what's shit. So the fact that you're telling me that it was amazing, I'm just. Well, no, all right, all right, all right. What? If I had to pick my favorite Zack Snyder film, that's not it. Well, of I don't want to put this up. On, I don't want to put it on the same pedestal as Watchmen. But I will say, again, just as far as Zack Snyder goes, the changes he makes are good. Okay. And that the, the film's not a hundred percent because, again, it's a Superman film. You're a little limited in what you can do with that because it's Superman. But what he does is inspiring, because he does take it to a different level. And there are lo- I've I've seen a lot of reviews that complain because there's a climactic uh, situation near the end that reasonably probably uh, has a death toll. Okay. <laughs> for people involved, and people are complaining that that was that was too dark for a Superman film. Oh God. And and my only response is. Would you rather he throw buses around with Zod in the middle of a fake Times Square for a half hour again? <laughs> Come on, people. That's the fucking 80s, the 90s. Go back, 80s. Go back 80s, there. 80s, 80s. Play, play with that. Play with that. Shut the fuck up. Let the adults watch the big film. <laughs> so that's... But yeah, that, All right. That's... I like it. Very nice. I'm actually thinking about... And so concludes Scott's cinematic confession. <laughs> I've actually been thinking about um, going and seeing it on my own because I got no one to see it with. Come see it with me. Hey, I hear you have a tattoo appointment. Yeah, I'm going to postpone it. Oh, you are? Are you going to yeah, wait? Just for, I, I need to postpone it a month. Work's getting busy. I'm not going to be able to take the, the afternoon time off. I need to get down there. Do you want to reschedule it so that you have Janie to do it? I, d- I don't have Janie scheduled to do it. I, no, I know you schedule. don't. No, and he's very good. But right. I, I if you're going to postpone it, you might get Janie. I'm going to postpone it a month. She's, she, she's booked she's, to the end of the year. I'm postponing it to like mid-August. Fine, fine. Anyway, not having anyway, to do with movies. Nothing to do with movies. <laughs> because I was The only reason I even brought it up is when you come down for the tattoo, we should hang out. Oh, definitely. You know, just make a night yeah. out of it. You show I, everyone I your new so. tattoo. <laughs> Go we get drunk somewhere. 
you can't show everybody after you get it because it's got the gauze on it. It's all bleedy. It's like you'll be drunk enough to think that you can. That'll be. It'll be fine. That's not. That's not a good idea. Anyway, what is you that shoe I got? You've been listening <laughs> to movies Sucktastic. That's right, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> I should get the movie Sucktastic logo tattooed somewhere. Let's not go crazy. <laughs> if we did a I thousand, e if we're a thousand episodes in, first of all, we should shoot ourselves if we're in a thousand episodes in this. But if we did, then I could understand. Yeah, we spent you know, we had, ten years of our life doing this. If we twenty, had a thousand episodes, fuck, some, it would be twenty years. If we had a thousand episodes, somebody's gonna shoot us. <laughs> yeah, we got to figure out an end game at some point. You know, <laughs> laser glory. Well, yeah, there you go. Double All right, I love it. All right. Uh, you can go to our websites. You can go to moviesucktastic.com. Download all our episodes there. You can listen to the show there. You can watch it live there as well. Or you can go to livestream.com forward slash moviesucktastic, and you can watch it there too. You can go to facebook.com slash moviesucktastic, and you can look at all the trailers and movie quotes and everything movie-related, entertainment-related We get post that gets posted there too, plus the episode. You can download it there as well. You can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. You can leave us email at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. We have a Tumblr page, which is right. moviesucktastic.tumblr.com, right? Is that correct? moviesucktastic.tumblr.com? That, that sounds correct. Yes, that is correct. Okay, good. moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. Uh... Do we have anything else? Did I miss anything? Just Kutzpa, Spirit, and too much time on our hands. Hey, yeah, not really, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking lie. Uh, all right, we'll talk to you next week. More or less, yep. Pretty and remember, much. do not doubt Zack Snyder again. Ever. Ever. Well, if you make Sucker Punch too, you can. <laughs> he didn't make 302, so that's already like a notch in his favor. That's right. He decided to stay away from that one. He produced, but whatever. Yeah, it's, you know. Well, fuck. He's, why not? He's going to go after the money. They're going to make it anyway. Might as well get a, get a hand in there. That's right. All right, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.